Welcome to How to Build a Village, a podcast about creating communities around the world. I'm Jill Martin-Wren. I had the privilege of interviewing Isabella Allende, one of my all-time favorite authors back in January, for a BBC article I wrote about virtual book tours. Isabella Allende's books include The House of the Spirits, A Long Petal of the Sea, Paula, and more than 20 other bestsellers. She is one of the most widely read authors in the world, so I was intrigued to hear how she has found the transition to virtual book tours from in-person. Here's our conversation. I had the privilege of seeing your event at the South Bank Center, February 2020, when you're talking about a long pedal of the sea. And who knew that that was going to be the last of its kind for so long. And to then not be able to do that, not be able to use that skill simply because of the situation we're in. How have you been able to adjust? Very well, actually. Because when we finished the book tour, I, I always traveled for all the book tours for years with my daughter-in-law, Lori. And so we had been in Europe, done several countries in Europe. Then we, we did 23 cities in 30 days in the United States. And then we went to the UK. And so uh, by that time, we were both exhausted and we got really sick. So when we returned from, from the UK, at the airport in San Francisco, we swore that we would never do another book tour because we were so, so sick and fed up. And two weeks later, the pandemic hit. And so <laughs> we had already made the commitment not to do book tours anymore. And I have been able to do uh, all the promotion for everything on Zoom or, or written sometimes or on the phone. And it has been great because I have had time, silence and solitude to write. And in this time, in 18 months, I have produced three books, mm. which I, it would have been impossible if I was traveling. Because traveling is not only getting there and the 45 minutes of the hour that you spend with the audience, which is always great. Mm. It's getting there and preparing and everything that comes after. It's, it's really heavy duty for me now. Really? And so how have you been able to, you, you do have this dedicated following. And I remember from the audience, people were like, oh, I've read all of your books. You know, you have such a dedicated following. Have, how have you found engaging with them over online platforms? We have a very good social media system at the office and at the foundation. So we get almost immediate feedback for everything through the Instagram and the Facebook and so we, we get a lot of, of that. Plus, I get every day emails from my readers from all over, sometimes in languages that I can't even identify. So we use the Google Translate, and I hope that it works because, <laughs> <laughs> because who knows how it translates. And, um, and so we, I am in touch with, uh, with my readership. But of course, that energy of being in front of, of, of a large crowd and getting the, the feedback, that is so great, that I miss. And, and do you know, has it, have, have the sales of your books changed for better or worse since this transition? Do you know what I mean? Well, uh, all uh, the, the publishers say that the pandemic has been very good for them. People are buying more books. So I, I don't think that, um, 
not being able to promote them personally has affected the sales very much, but not because of me, because, because now people want to read. They are locked indoors and they want to read, I suppose, because books are selling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, uh, my uh, Italian um, publisher, for example, said that they have sold 20% more books during the pandemic. And every, or every, talk to the publishers because mm-hmm. it's very interesting. And in, and so in terms of your creative process, you said you've been you. I mean, because you're I mean you're prolific all the time. But how has it affected your? Um... I have time. I really have time, so uh, I can I can really. It's not that I write for so many more hours. Mm-hmm. It's that I have a, like an inner space that I didn't have before because my I was all the time either on the road or with the interviews here and, and, and sort of carving time for the writing. And now that's not the case. So for me, it's been good. And just the, the, the aspect of being inside more and things like that, have you appreciated that on just a, a mental health <laughs> level? Do you know what I mean? Because some people struggle with that. They're not you Everybody know, struggles, especially the young people. They, they, they struggle because we are social animals. You know, we need to be with other people. We need to be outdo- outdoors. I live in a very, very small house, only one bedroom, but it's on a lagoon. So I, right now I can see the water and the ducks. And so it's, I have the feeling that when I look through the window, I am outdoors. My house is all, all glass. Mm. So the garden come, gets into the house in a way. Also, I'm recently married. So I have a new husband and he's very kind. And there is that, the the fact that I'm sharing a space and a life with him, it's a novelty. I suppose that if I was married for a long time, we would be bored with each other. And this would be like very claustrophobic, but it is working. Uh, Because the house, when I moved to this house, I wasn't planning that I would ever meet another guy. I chose a house very small. And so when he came here and then I inherited another dog, so I have two dogs and a husband that I wasn't counting on, um, it, it seemed very, very small because we both exercise at home and I work at home. So I needed some space, but we decided to make the garage into an exercise room. And that sort of was a breathing outlet for for the constrained space that we have. That's worked out, it's worked out well. And how, um, the, the technical side, have you had any, um, like when, you know, in the beginning when like your one is on one's own, I mean, have you had any like internet failures or any sort of like technical foibles that you might not have had to deal with if you're on a tour and someone else is squiring you around, you know? <laughs> well, uh, my son is the techie. So he, Nicolas, he organizes the, the, the calendar and he's, he's um, in charge of making it work. So uh, usually it's just a simple Zoom, like what we, you and I are having right now. But sometimes there is a, a festival, for example, and there are many people who get in and they ask questions and it gets more complicated. For example, I did one that was... Um, in Sydney, and it, it was on the Opera House in Sydney, which is huge, mm-hmm. but they allowed like one third of the, of the 
audience that they usually have. And they had a huge screen. Mm -hmm. So I was here at home in this attic talking to an audience in Sydney. And, And all that technology, my son could do it. Another thing that I did that was incredible, I signed and dedicated books in a bookstore in Barcelona. And the way it happened was that they sent a tablet, a special tablet. And Nicolas, my son, organized the whole thing. And at a certain time, which was the evening for them and the morning for me, because they're nine hours ahead, um, they opened the door of the, of the bookstore and they invited in the people who had won. Um, th- there was a kind, some kind of contest and the numbers that won were invited in. And so these people came and they were given a book and uh, they came and I was on a screen and they said their name and they said, oh, I have read all your books. My, I want this book for my daughter. So I would write for the daughter and whatever here on the tablet. And that would go through email and it would appear on a robot and the robot will copy on the book what I was writing here in California. Wow. It was a slow process. So you, they could only do 20 signatures or, or less, but it was so um, extraordinary that the first lady that came in probably came from her job or something. And she had brought a chocolate cake for me. And so the, she said, I want to give her the chocolate cake. And so they said, she's not here. What do you mean? She's not here. I'm seeing her there. No. <laughs> And so finally, they they cut the cake in, in pieces and everybody ate it. In your honor. But the, the, for the woman, it was completely magical that I could be talking to her and signing her book. And I was in California. She couldn't understand it. Wow. Neither could I, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, when one hopes the world goes back to, to normal, would you want to go back? to the in-person tours. No. Interesting. So you want to keep... I I already, Lori and I already told each other in February of 2020, we are not going to do this again. And I'm not. I'm not going to festivals, to book tours, to seminars, to none of that, except some, if there is something that is really attractive, really wonderful that I want to do. Why? I'm too old for this. Mm. I mean, I, I guess what it is as well, I mean, you, people have in-person events for connection, but if you're getting that, you know, I can understand if it's a webinar and you're not seeing faces that maybe that's hard, but things like that cake story, I mean, you really, uh, it sounds like you really interact with your fans still, even through the screen. Oh, oh, I do. Yes, I do. But but think, for example, the, a TED conference. In a TED conference, you have an audience of, let's say, 100 people in the room. And that's not the important part. The important part is that you reach reach millions through the streaming or, or the social media or whatever. So that, that's the world we're living in now. It's interesting. And so have you, do you think you've picked up more or different fans simply because of this increased scale? I, I, I don't know because it's too soon to tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have not yet have, I mean, my publishers have not told me yet. And they, they, they are studying the, the, the market to see how things will do. Because for the publishers, it's also convenient to have the author on Zoom. Because if they sell the same amount of books, they don't have to pay for a tour. Mm-hmm. 
And in my case, I travel first class with someone else and I go to the best hotels where I don't go. So, <laughs> so it's not a cheap uh, endeavor, not at all. <laughs> so, and so you are, you are now on the, um, the Violetta book? We are. I am project. already. I am already on, on the Violetta tour. And uh, I started um, two weeks ago because uh, the UK publisher has been very good at getting things before the, the publication date. So um, it's been well organized, but now I have the avalanche of the European press. So I have nine languages and all of Latin America. I get up at six, sometimes at five, so that I can be on Zoom because, because of the time difference. So, yeah, and, and then do you do them like back to back sometimes? Yeah, like back I do, to back for example, four hours with, with a break of 10 minutes between each interview so I can go to the bathroom and then a break and then I do a couple hours more. So it's, it's, it's long, but it's better than traveling. It's, and now did you do your own hair and makeup? Yeah, well, I have to. I, I, I will, I'm used to do that when I, because I travel so much. And now on Zoom, it's just a matter of having good light and the rest. Of it. And, and also people don't dress up for, for Zoom. They, most, most people are just in, if not in pajamas, in sweatpants. So, <laughs> so that's fine. I mean, do you find it hard when you can't see your audience as you sometimes can't, you know, if you've got a yeah. webinar and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I miss the audience because the, the audience, look, the people who go to an event is because they know the author and they like the author. Mm -hmm. Someone who doesn't like the author will not go there to throw tomatoes at you. No. <laughs> so, um, so you get a very welcoming and warm mm -hmm. reception always. Um, and so I, I get a standing ovation. I get a, the, the, the kindness of people that I miss, of course. And in terms of just because, um, of course, you've been at this a, a long time, right? So you 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 have built that. So you, I guess you don't have the same pressure to engage an audience because you've you've got that, right? And it's a question of no, the audience is always different, mm. and always different, different not only because of the language and countries and and whatever, but sometimes you don't know why you get an audience that is more conservative, for example, or you get a, a, an older audience. Because usually my readers are between 25 and 55 years old. That's my readership mostly. And, uh, and sometimes I find myself in front of an audience that looks much older. And so I don't know how they will receive me. And usually it's, they are there because they want to like me. Mm. Yeah. And well, that's great. What are you working on next after, um, or are you well, at the same time working on? I start all my books on January 8th. And we just had an, it was last Saturday, so I have started something else. But I have a book that I already finished that is being translated for 2023. So okay. I'm ahead of my publishers by one book or two. <laughs> Gosh, they must and love that's you. due to the pandemic, no other reason. <laughs> wow. They must love you. So yeah, I always hear about people missing deadlines or, you know, being... Oh, no, um... I'm always ahead of the deadline. <laughs> oh, good for... Good for you. Um, well, this has been wonderful. And thanks so much. Thank you so um, much. I, love, I, I can't wait to read your new book. And um, 
read your books. And so is my daughter. My daughter is 15. So you also have a teen following. <laughs> oh, you know, some of my books are either required or optional reading in high schools and colleges. And so I get very young readers. Mm-hmm. And often I get, for example, 30 letters mm-hmm. the same day asking questions and they all come from the same address. It's a school teacher that had the idea of telling the students, write to the author. (laughs) (laughs) And there I am with 30 letters. (laughs) That's right. And you've been, because you've been writing for decades, haven't you? And this is- um, 40 years, 40 40 years. years. But I have- I have been productive because in 40 years, I have 27 published books. So it's Mm. not bad. Wow. Wow. Well, that, that's amazing. Well, thanks again. It's great for you to squeeze this into your tour. I appreciate it. You too. Bye. Stay safe. Bye-bye. Bye.